Sexy, fine ass motherfuckers. Oh my goodness, Aaron. <laughs> Welcome to the Earth is Ghetto podcast, here to accomplish all of your fantasies and desires. Nigga, we wish instead we tell the truth. So <laughs> it's so unfortunate. I wish I could be playing into somebody motherfucking desires. But welcome to the Earth is Ghetto podcast. So before we jump in directly into the next topic, let's do our mental health check-in. How you feeling, boo? Um, I feel like I just want to do what the fuck I want to do without being questioned for every little fucking thing. That's what I'm feeling like. It's okay to say no and not have a reason. No is a complete sentence. And I just want y'all to understand that when you say no to someone, you really don't have to give them a reason, to be honest. If they say why you don't want to do it, because I don't want to do it. And that's my mental health check-in. No is a complete sentence. Protect your peace. Ashe. Um, I think as far as my mental health check-in, I'm trying my best not to be overwhelmed. I'm trying to get as, out as much content for you guys. I'm gonna be editing some stuff today. So I'm a little overwhelmed, um, but in general, as far as my mental health, I feel like it's okay, you know, it's doing all right. Uh, but in general, I also feel like the only reason that I'm doing okay is because I'm trying to avoid anything having to do with the news. So if that's what you gotta do to get through, I understand. You know, it's always something okay. new in the news every 10 minutes. Okay, when, I'm things, when I'm hearing things like 12 people got shot over, over Memorial Day weekend, or 12 mass shootings, my bad, <laughs> over Memorial Day weekend. Well, not just 12 people, 12 mass shootings. I think when, whenever I, I really think of um, America's obsession with guns, I also feel like it goes hand in hand with America's obsession with God. I feel like it goes hand in hand with America's obsession with Christianity. I truly do. Um, I saw a picture on Facebook with these beautiful black teenagers um, going to prom. They had guns in the photos, but lit and then they literally that young girl lost her scholarship because there was guns in the photos. And yet and behold, they found another girl who was going to that same exact school who literally had a full armory that she was taking pictures next to. And nothing ever happened. 
And the reason why I want to go ahead and bring that up is because a lot of people I have heard, and especially, especially in reference to um, talking about gun control or guns and black people, I really have heard white people be like, well, if you just get a gun, you'll be okay. That did not help Tamir Rice. That did not help people who they just thought they had a gun. They're not with us now. That's how much it didn't help. Fast forward to the great awakening of today, which is really sad because it's just the same thing repeated over and over. 12 mass shootings over Memorial Day weekend. So does that mean we went from 199 to 211 mass shootings? Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you have people it trying to defend it. You have people trying to defend it, talking about, well, you know, it was only four people shot and a mass shooting has to be a large group of people. I'm like, so you're justifying. I don't give a fuck if it was one, bitch. You sound stupid. So, oh, you know what? The, the, the bar is in the floor. The bar is on Satan's chode. When we can say things like, well, it was only four to five people, and obviously it needs to be way more people. In order for us to be able to consider a mass shooting, it's also very sad, but I'm just saying, like, it's not a mass shooting. I need you to go kill yourself because those five people that died at that mass shooting, I feel like they beg to differ. Right. Putting it out there. It's like, once again, just say you don't give a fuck because it doesn't have an effect on your life personally. Just say, well, it was only three people, and since I don't give a fuck, I'm just going to say that. Just in. To be honest, a mass shooting is considered three or more people. But y'all sitting here saying, well, it has to be at least, it has to be at least 10. You just don't want to see the truth. You don't like the truth. Why are y'all so fucking obsessed with guns, white people? Because the black people and white people have their own reasons as to why they want guns. They want guns for two completely different reasons. Black people want guns for self-preservation because bitch y'all some fucked up ass people black panthers for example but then you have motherfucking white people shooting up movie theaters and churches and shit oh my god a lone wolf girl it's a mess i can't take y'all seriously i think white people see guns as like a way of like power because their obsession with it is like through the roof you will have you will walk into homes and see like 10 to 12 shotguns hung on the wall and they take pride in that shit that like these white folks really see gun totally different than way why in a way black people see it they see it as like power for some reason i feel like also to just a little example story to see how different they really do see guns um one of my besties hallie the person who happens to be white my own personal accomplice we went over to a girlfriend's house, um, just a just one of the girls who we used to work with. We we get in there, we start just sitting down, and we all have drinks in our hand. And all of a sudden, the girl who invited us over, her father comes into the kitchen. When she come, when he comes into the kitchen, tell me why this man zeroes in on me. And he starts talking about the fact that he's a cop. Hey, bitch, why didn't you tell me your daddy was a cop before I came over? Another reason how I know you don't give a fuck about me, but let's continue. So her father says that she's a cop 
And then he also begins to go ahead and collect firearms from all over the house to pile them up in front of me. By the time we got to gun six, which apparently I think he got out of the freezer somewhere. After we got to gun six, he pulls out a shitty prom photo of a black woman. This is also standing next to his white wife. He says, when I go into your neighborhoods, I tell them that this is my wife. That way they know they can trust me. Wow. I will never, ever forget what that was. And I'm here looking at Hallie and Hallie is looking at me like, I'm gonna get you out of here. I'm just waiting for an opening so we can get the fuck out. I know what's going on. I, I remember after I got into the car and I tried to laugh it off, when I got to my house, I burst into tears before I even put the key in my door. It's not the same. I've never heard of that shit before in my life. To have any person of color have a gun and just decide to pile it all up in front of a random guest who comes over to your house. Picking up random pictures of bitches just to be like, guess what? I'm married to that person, so you should trust me. Yeah, that's it. It's a mess out here, girl. Yeah, I feel like, really? Like, these white people are scared. They are scared shitless because they see, like, this real constantly evolving. They're so, and they're not used, they just want to hang on to this power so bad. So that's why they would keep purchasing all these fucking guns for no fucking reason. For what? Well, I want to protect myself from the government. This, if the government wanted to wipe all our motherfucking asses out at the press of a button, they would do that. Why the fuck are you? I'm trying to protect myself from the government. And then, bitch, we ain't, we are insignificant beings to these motherfuckers. So this whole, I need 10 to 12 guns. Why the fuck do you need all that shit? But you know what? I feel like when I talk about gun control, I want to be very specific about what the fuck I'm talking about, right? I don't give a fuck if you have a gun. Don't care. I'm not trying to get your gun from you. I'm not doing no buyback program. I feel like if you already have your weapon, you have your weapon. I'm talking about right now, today, uh, oh, 211 mass shootings. Here we are, right? AK-47 shouldn't be shelled out to the public. 18-year-old shouldn't be able to get to it. Every time I talk about gun control, you know what y'all dusty bitches tell me? Well, what are you going to do about the illegal guns? Once you get rid of these guns, the illegal guns will still be on the street. Are you really making a difference? I just want to put this out there. The guns that are used for mass shootings are purchased. They talk to someone to get that motherfucker. You don't think that's a problem? You don't, you don't think it's a problem? I am truly sick and tired of all of these alarmist kind of conspiracy theories that a lot of people who are super pro-gun will come up with because it's like regardless of what they want to say, they will say anything else except the gun is the problem. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Guns kill people at a really higher rate. So once that one person decides to kill people, they're killing a lot. I feel like we should take that into consideration. Just saying. 
Think about it. It's, I don't, they don't know how stupid they sound when they say some dumbass shit like that. Oh, well, if they want to, if, if a person wants to hurt someone, they're going to do it regardless, even if they have guns or not. Okay, dumbass. So the next time you go to sleep at night, don't lock the doors to your house because if they want to, uh, if they want to break into your house and rob you, they're going to do that, right? So remember what the fuck you said. Doing something is better than doing nothing. So if you want to use that same logic, then from now on, stop locking the doors to your house at night. Because if they want to break into your house and rob you, they're gonna do it. That's how stupid you sound. See, and they we let's keep it all on an even keel. If that's really what we're going to say, if and my and I think another issue that I continue to have on a regular basis about this is the fact that um, when we talk about the NRA. The NRA is racist as fuck because they will only defend people like George Zimmerman. They're not defending that black mother who killed somebody and uh, to keep them from coming into the house as a single mother trying to protect her fucking children. That bitch went to jail. Mm-hmm. Whereas George Zimmerman saw some random child on the street walking and decided to go ahead and kill him and was able to sell the gun on eBay that he didn't mm-hmm. win. Okay, check out. They treat they treat guns like toys. Like they use them like toys and shit. Like what the fuck is wrong with their fucking kids? Like they let their kids play GTA in real life. Like they're fucked up. And motherfuckers be mad that we say that, but it is the truth. They're fucked up as fuck. Queen out this bitch. Bye. Mm-hmm. And it may, and I get it. Because I get why white people. You know what? I get why white people are so obsessed with guns because their existence has always been violence. So of course they're going to want to have ten to thirteen guns on the fucking wall because again they see power in that. It's totally different reasons as to why white people want guns than black people. Mm-mm-mm. Oh my god! Why would you say that, Erin? You're so racist to white people. Girl, we don't okay. care. I promise you, okay. I'm gonna sleep well tonight. They see their guns as power because it's the only way they've been able to maintain their power since mm-hmm. colonialism and colonization. That's why they have this obsession with guns, and that's why these guns are like God to them. That it is their God. They love them. Exactly. Exactly. It, it afforded them all of this wealth. It afforded them all of this power. Why wouldn't God, why wouldn't guns be at the highest echelons for them? It 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 only makes sense. Ooh, flinch. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Sia. Good morning, listeners. Oh, yeah, this country is obsessed with guns. And yes, I do believe that for the most part, black folks have acquired guns as a, as in their minds as a part of um self-preservation protection for white folks and i think a lot of times white folks have guns to protect themselves from the reckoning from from a history of surrounding oneself wrapping oneself up in apathy while you watch other people's danger be your safety i've always wondered that that if that is part of the subconscious need for white folks to keep guns because they know they're wrong because they know Mm -hmm. that something has always been wrong and because at some point that danger is going to show up at their motherfucking door. Mm-hmm. They know they, these white folks know a revolution is coming. Like they, mm-hmm. they're scared shitless. 
Hello, good morning, Aaron said. As I said over and over again here on Stereo, guns are most dangerous to their owners. For every justifiable homicide where someone um, acts in self-defense, there are two accidental deaths, 33 homicides, and over 70 suicides. Uh, There is such an emotional attachment to guns and their ownership of them is very irrational, especially for white men who use them most against themselves. Mm. You know, every time there's a school shooting, they always want to give guns to teachers. As if those teachers aren't going to use them against students. But (laughs) they want to give guns to teachers, but if there's a racist shooting, they never say, let's arm all the black people. <clears throat> let's never. A solution for uh-huh. that one. Mm. Okay. Because like I said, the Black Panthers are getting out. They didn't want to hear that. But they'll say, well, let's, because they're talking about it right now in Congress. Why don't we arm all the teachers with guns? Oh, my God. Uh, okay. First of all, before I say this, I want to let you know. That as far as I'm concerned, teachers should be probably one of the most highest paid people out there. We don't have shit without you. Literally don't have shit without you. My, my, my issue with this is, is that now with all of the issues that teachers have to deal with, having to get second jobs during the summer because y'all ain't paying them, having to go ahead and pay for their own motherfucking school supplies, having to go ahead and be there for kids, uh, like, and, the, and, and some of the parents can't be there for those children. Now let's also look at the other side of teachers. We're not gonna pretend that a lot of teachers coming into these schools are fucking racist. We're not gonna pretend that that black children are not expelled at a higher rate than white children are. We're not gonna pretend that people aren't coming in with their own biases, trying to skip over certain parts of history just so they don't get extra questions. And we're gonna give those people weapons. And I also want to say for those of them that are good teachers, those good teachers don't deserve to have to be an armada to fucking teach. Yeah, teaching is a high-risk job now. Why the fuck are you still paying them 38k a year? As if that's doing some shit. Like, what the fuck is your problem? You need, like, this literally a life-risking job to be a teacher now. It doesn't make any oh, fucking sense. <laughs> But, but I also feel like um, for a lot of people, it, it really does feel like that. Like, it, there's a lot of teaching is just one of the, as far as I'm concerned, the new top job that is the one of the most dangerous out there. But Jesus Christ, if you work in public, security guard, your ass could get killed. Do you, are you a bagger in a grocery store? Do you work at a movie theater? And this is why I stay in the house. <laughs> Listen, and, and I guess my whole issue is when people are like, oh my goodness, you're trying to take our guns away. I'm like, I don't know what you heard me say. I don't want your fucking guns. Where the fuck would I put them? I don't want your guns. I, in all honesty, I don't want them. My issue is the fact that it is too easy to go ahead and get a gun in this country. Do you know for you to get a food truck license? 
There is at least 24 more things that you have to do because there is inspections and they don't just leave you alone. Because remember, you're serving food to the people. We got to make sure you don't make nobody sick. There are so many licenses and things that you have to get and background checks in order for you to even just get the food truck. In Texas, do you know what you need to get a gun? An ID. You need an ID. You need an ID. Some places don't even care for that. Mm, depending on what part of the South you go, I swear to God. It's a fucking mess. And once again, I'm going to say it again because I'm so sick of this whole, well, people are going to hurt people regardless if they have guns or not. People are going to kill people regardless. Okay? And for the people who are saying that, Take that same logic that you just said, and when you go to sleep at night, stop locking your doors. Because if they want to break into your house and rob you, they're going to do that regardless, right? So take that same logic that you just said and stop locking your doors at night. Doing something is better than doing nothing. So once again, stop saying that dumbass shit, and then when someone say, okay, well, bitch, why you lock your doors at night? I mean, if they want to break in the house, they're going to do it. You're going to look at them like they're crazy. Because that's exactly how you sound. And also, you uh, you can't stab like I'm just I'm just saying, the man killed almost twenty people within an hour. Are we really going to pretend the actual weapon used doesn't matter? An automatic AK-47, guys. This is not your handgun. This is not your rifle you take hunting with your buddies in Middle America. This is an AK-47. To the point where the police. We're too fucking scared to go inside and they let all of those kids die. They'd rather pepper spray parents and rather have them cuffed so they can go get their own children. Would rather do this to the parents than actually face an AK-47. And then the police that did go in only went in for their child. They went in for their own children. But y'all swear the police is here to protect us. Okay, girl. Defund <laughs> the police. Defund the police. Abolish the police. What's up, Aaron? What's up, Sid? Oh, the gun talk. Especially in America. Yeah, good. Good luck. Um, I don't know. I'm from the Netherlands. So I don't understand this gun debate when the rest of the world has pretty much figured it out. Uh, we're sitting here with our barrels up our asses. I don't understand it. I don't like it. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to get through to him. Much love. Let's go. Yeah, See, I, I don't. Unfortunately, like I said, when we're so numb to this shit, we're so used to it over here. Uh, kids get shot. Okay, two days later. Okay, what's with us? What y'all going to eat? Look, we're moving on. People move on from it. Congress, there's this whole, oh my God, we feel bad for the people who got shot up. Thoughts and prayers, even though they, these motherfuckers ain't praying for their asses anyway. Thoughts and prayers and condolences, and then they move on to the next thing. It's a constant cycle. They don't give a fuck because it's all about gun lobbyists and money. They don't care. Um, I also want to tell anybody who is in this room who is from places like the Netherlands, thanks, Scruff, or places who are in better countries than us, y'all need to start, start platforms and let us know how we can get into the country. Are you going to sponsor a bitch? Because I need to go. I can't oh, do I'm this moving. no more. Like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the country. Like, I, I, it's oh, going to happen in my, during my I'm lifetime. I'm giving myself two more years because I have to save to get out this bitch. 
But if y'all can help a nigga out, just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. <sighs> shout out to the panel. Shout out to Aaron. Shout out to see it. What's happening? It's Shoe Rock hitting out of Northern Cali. Barry, Cat Online, posting about it. America's obsession with guns. Yeah, I mean, their obsession with pistols are crazy, man. Uh, usually when you come across it, those that are always in the pistols and, and willing to kill and there's nothing to them for them to take a life, you come to realize they don't know nothing about going within, nothing about the chakra system. Uh, they're always going outside of their self. You know, these are the people that don't meditate. These are the people that say you only live once. Who told them that bullshit? Energy hmm. never dies. Then again, it is the spirit versus the soul. That's, spirit can be wiped out. Um, I really think that as far as um, white America's obsession with guns, I feel like we, we can't even get to the point of, a, well, if they just meditated more. Bro, this is DNA. Yeah. This is in their motherfucking system. It, it just, it just it, it, for white America, listen, that's the way they procured all of their wealth is through this gun. So they're going to be sucking the dick of a gun barrel for the rest of their entire lives. That's how they've been able to have control over so much shit. <laughs> that's why it's mind blowing when I hear white people say, violence is never the answer. Girl, you got some nerve to say that. <laughs> Word, this is this is coming from you. Okay, violence isn't the answer. No, it's okay. Let me go just cut to, go talk to my ancestors and see what happened. I'll be back. But like, I'm not responsible for what my ancestors did to your black ass ancestors, bitch. I'm Shut not up. responsible for that. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, you just still mad that you age like milk and that you did all of this shit and killed so many people to get spices and you still only use salt, pepper, and butter. That's not my fault. Oh, I would I would say that's pushing it. I don't think they use anything. No, they love them two little salt shakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aaron said, shout out to y'all. Shout out to the comment section. This is Shoe Rock again. Hey, them teachers with pistols, that would be the most terrible thing ever. <laughs> Parents would be coming up there ready to lay them teachers down, following them home. Uh, I can already imagine a teacher, you know, Mrs. Jensworth is pissed off. That Jamal won't listen or do what the fuck he's telling her to do. You know, she'll end up shooting the, the brothers and sisters in the class. Look at the teachers that's actually slamming the youngsters on the desk. Mm-hmm. Calling them all kind of bullshit. That's fucked up. Um, but with the, this red and this blue sun coming in, it's, it's getting real hot out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, this is what I'm saying. And this is your answer. Congress, Republicans, conservatives, and also um, sucky ass liberals who've done nothing but sit there with their dick in their hand this entire fucking time. You bitches are useless. I'm trying to like, <laughs> yo, my brain, yo, like it, it really kills me because at this point we are, and then on top of that, you want me to have kids. <laughs> you want me to go ahead and raise children to possibly bury before their time. And so not having kids and this is the reason they want to this generation just doesn't want to have kids anymore bitch i wonder why the fuck yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know if you realize you haven't made it a very safe place for us to give children out to the rest of you. I understand. What are we bringing to the plantation? I'm just going to let you know. Suck my left pussy lip. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not the left one. <laughs> I did the right one last night, so we got to alternate the left one this morning. You feel me? Um, so we do have a video um, that I want to go ahead and play for you guys. Um, I thought it, as usual, this chick always be putting things in the most, the best perspective and always looking absolutely fucking flawless while she does it. Period. Today on the parking lot. The moment these mass murderers purchase a gun is already too late. Because then they get to make the first display of mentally unstable behavior, a criminal activity with one of these weapons at their disposal. Sheesh! Now for your reference, look at some of the gun purchasing stipulations in other countries. Well, Canada just banned all handgun sales, purchases, and imports to institute a cap on guns in their country. And are requiring all owners of military-style assault weapons to turn them into a government buyback program. In Japan, it's a little bit different. In order to be qualified to purchase a gun, you have to take a firearm class and pass a written exam, one that is only offered three times a year. You need a doctor's note saying that you are mentally fit and do not have a history of drug abuse. You have to describe in a police interview why you need a gun. You have to apply for a permit for a fire training course, which may take up to a month, pass a review of your criminal history, gun possession record, employment and involvement with organized crime groups, and any personal debt and relationships with friends, family, and neighbors. I'm sure they will be checking Facebook posts too. But they're not done. You then have to apply for a gunpowder permit, take an additional a one-day training class and pass a firing test. Obtain a certificate from a gun dealer describing the gun you want. If you want a gun for hunting, apply for a hunting license. Buy a gun safe and ammunition locker that meets safety regulations, and then allow police to come to your home and inspect your gun storage. Pass another background review, and then you can buy a gun. Now, as an American who wants to own a gun for your own protection, you might say, oh my God, they're doing entirely too much over there. But I want you to consider a couple of things. One, based on America's history of mass murder, based on the fact that black people have been targeted over and over again by great replacement theories, that elderly people were just targeted, that children were just targeted, that 12 mass shootings occurred over Memorial Day weekend, that a mass shooting in Tulsa just happened two days ago. Literally all of these steps going on in Japan are warranted. Two, think of how many men, women, and children would have been spared had all these steps been in place. And three, if all these steps were in place, in our country, you wouldn't need a handgun for your protection. Come on, somebody, and there it is. That's the T. Like, that's the T. Like, mm -hmm. that last line, though. <laughs> and it was so funny when she was really talking about Japan and all of the rules and so on and so forth. I think when she got to the middle rule, even I was like, well, damn, that's a lot. That's why I was so glad that she took that shit back to the fact that we just had 12 mass shootings over Memorial Day weekend, and we just had another uh, mass shooting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, as if they're not done with massacres. That last I... line summed it up. If you need to do mm. all that, that last mm. line she said summed it up. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Why it really doesn't. So, like, you can literally be... 16 years old and get a gun just like that. Kyle Rittenhouse. He was too young to even purchase a gun. Guess what? His parents bought it for him. Just so he could go into a crowd full of innocent protesters and literally put them down like dogs. I just feel like um, my second amendment rights are being taken away from you liberals. And that's the thing, like, you guys are so, like, you just generalize all white people, and you think that we all like to shoot your people up. So yeah. first, 
Um, I don't care. Uh, second, um, I need people to understand that whenever you hear rhetoric like this, which you will hear constantly, remember that you are uh, talking to people who will never understand your own personal life experience going through this world. And the fact that when, if I carry a gun and the and then the, a white woman carrying a gun or a white man carrying a gun are looked at as very fucking different things. Do you know that in New York for the longest time, they used to be able to stop black people and, and go ahead and search them? Mm. Um, uh, mm, mm. Groovy. This whole idea too that guns protect rights <clears throat> again, bullshit. Are guns protecting women's rights? Bodily autonomy? Um <laughs> I think not. So America's, you know, systematically stripping away rights from Americans. But at least they're holding their guns. Yeah. How poetic. There's pressure. But <clears throat> she is correct. You have to go through all of that to get a food truck or a restaurant or whatever. But you only have to literally be 18 years old to 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 buy a AR-15 and a semi-automatic AR-15. What the fuck? What type of shit is that? You have to be just 18 years old to buy this gun, but you have to go through all this shit to even open a restaurant. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Queen, out this bitch face. It don't make no sense. They are literally trying to build a world with us in it that does not make any fucking sense. And then we are being gaslit by the news every day to say, guess what? Everything is fine. Yeah, sure, there's a few women who are still being scooped up at the border and none of those kids ever actually got back to their parents. And the fact that we've had 212 mass shootings and it's only June. It could be worse. Oh my God, I hate these bitches. You know what? You guys should go burn in actual hell. Just so when you say it could be worse, that you already have your answer. It's the worst it could ever get. Ah. The bar is in hell. The bar is in, the bar is in Satan's prostate. Like Living in there. Living in there. Happily. Never to be touched. <laughs> uh, good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Sid. Uh, I actually 100% agree with that statement of why I don't want kids why I'm okay with my circumstance of not being able to have kids because why do I want to bring up kids into this fucked up world amen I'm sorry fucked up world like my family bloodline ends with me like that's it amen. period like I'm okay with it listen and let's 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 talk about that statement my bloodline ends with me do you know how many times I've heard when it comes to black men that I've heard them be like, but I got to have kids because of my legacy. Not thinking about the way, the state of the world that it's in, not caring if you're going to give them lupus, Nick Cannon, but the fact that you need to go ahead and further your bloodline. I feel like it's a very psychological um, egotism that I don't think I'd really noticed before because I didn't realize your obsession with furthering your line. I feel like it, 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 feels, it feels evil.
It feels evil. That's all. Well, I just feel like if you keep your faith in white Jesus and just <laughs> ask him to watch you, then nothing will happen to your kids. Like, you guys are being so, like, you're just thinking too hard about the future. I just right, feel like if, right. you just, if you just keep praying to white God, if you keep praying, then you can have kids. Like, even though, so what if things are very expensive as fuck right now and people and kids are dying every 10 minutes? There's a lot of people in the world, you know, just keep praying to Jesus and he'll protect you. All lives matter. Okay, so real quick, baby, um, Tamir Rice, when he was shot at 12 years old, you know, his whole family was Christian and they loved the Lord. So where was he then? Was he on vacation? You know, I just think it was his time to be with the Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yo, yo, teens, all these. When if I hear a person in real life say that shit, I hear it all the it. time. It's like Christians do this thing where they pick and choose when God works and when He doesn't. You have twenty kids on the bus. The bus crashes. One kid is alive. Oh my god! The Lord saw something in my son. The Lord saw something in that one kid. Okay, but what about all the other kids that died? Did He not see something in them too? Or they're not special. And then if it's the other way around, oh my God, it was time for them to go be with the Lord. Y'all pick and choose. Y'all see the shit that's bad and say it's the devil. And if it's good, it's y'all say it's God. Y'all are not, and y'all keeping this, y'all, especially black people, I feel like religion is having y'all, making y'all soft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because how we worship a God who apparently is okay with rationalizing slavery is beyond me. We as humans do not have the mental capacity to be able to understand what God is. You see the shit is bad in the world. You don't have the answers for it. So you say it's the devil. And if it's good, you say it's God. It's okay to say you don't know. And also, if even by your theory, it doesn't make sense because 400 years of fucking slavery, where the fuck was God? So either he's not all powerful or he's not all good. You can't pick and choose when he works and when he doesn't. And the fact that we gave this deity a gender tells me how limited the human mind is in the first place. Mm. Mm. That part. Mm. More messages. <laughs> I follow her on TikTok as well. But, okay, so I hear what y'all are saying. I fucking hate both sides of politics, too. Uh, but I think it's important to keep in mind that, like, all this in, like, uh, Aaron, you said it yourself of, like, I was about to say Sid. Uh, Aaron, you said it yourself of, like, I just stay inside. And I honestly, so, like, I want to have this whole talk about individual versus community. But, like, a talk isn't good enough. We really do have to, like, get out into our communities, even if they do disagree with our point of views. I think it's more about community and us, them seeing, everyone seeing each other as human beings, and maybe that'll solve something. I'm being optimistic. I'm trying to stay optimistic. I know America's <laughs> fucked up. It's really easy to hate everything, but I think it's even harder to love everyone. Trying, trying, trying to be optimistic. Much love. Let's go. Well, I feel like. I, I, and listen, I, I feel like I completely appreciate that. But like as a person who is, you know, and I'm one of the few black women that's going to admit it. I'm I'm I suffer from social anxiety disorder. I haven't had a car in two years. I work from home. I get everything delivered. This is not just like I've given up on the community. I'm I'm fucking petrified. It's happening every day.
And it's, and it's like, I'm trying to work at this out with my therapist, but I'm gonna let you know, I feel like black people and their happiness and safety is activism enough. It's why I'm mm. looking to the accomplices. It's why I'm looking to you, you um, allies, quote unquote, hoping that one day you guys can turn into accomplices because I'm letting you know at this point, it's so like, it feels so dangerous just to exist. And not just as a black person, but as a black queer person. Right. At the end of the day, this country is built off of genocide and slavery. And I have always looked at Uncle Sam as someone who suffers from filicide that has always been willing, okay, for the human sacrifice of his sons and his daughters, generation after generation after generation. The very fabric of this country, the very fabric of the legislation, the Constitution, these things are from the, the raving minds of lunatics and we really have to adjust and address the fact that the mental illness that runs rampant through this country and that is allowed to run rampant through this country is going to be the actually end on be all i think of a lot of the issues that we have especially when it's surrounding guns and and all that death machine has brought with it since its creation shout out to the panel shout out to aaron shout out to Sid. hey Sid. uh when you mentioned Tamir Rice, he looks damn near identical to uh, Emmett Till when I look at the pictures of them both. Yes, he does. They both had hazel eyes. Uh, they both had the same shaved face. Uh, <clears throat> Emmett reincarnated. Mm. Yeah, I, I noticed I, that too. I I think the same thing, but... Uh, even that feels so unfair. You brought this child back just to be killed again? Nah, that sounds like some Jesus shit. I don't believe that. <laughs> so, this is where I... Like I said, uh, my bloodline is with me. That means, guess what? I ain't passing on. No more generational fucking trauma. I'm fixing that shit. I'm done with this place when I'm dead. Like... Peace out, Earth. Peace out, America. Like, fuck this place. Also. And this is a hard truth. A really hard truth that a lot of people don't want to swallow. Is at the end of the day, this life is about duality. It's about good and bad. But how do we take the bad and turn it into a positive? Like, there's always positives and negatives you can't have one without the other unfortunately like and that's a hard truth for people to swallow mm. that's why like mm -hmm. people my idea my my views when it comes to death um sudden death because i don't want to die slowly but it's very different <laughs> than most it's very different than most people's like i'm very untraditional when it comes to death me personally, I don't think, and this isn't me trying to sound suicidal or anything, but I don't think there's anything special about life or death. I feel like the reason we fear death so much is because it is an unknown. None of us know what happens when we die. But I'm also not going to sit here and pretend like life is all that special. I don't see anything fun about living a life under capitalism. I don't see anything. I don't see life being special under white supremacy. I don't see life as like this precious gift like that. So I feel like because of that, it's like, oh, my God, it's I don't know. That's that's just how I see it. 
<laughs> I, and I also, I also feel like when we talk about the duality of of life and how they're supposed to be good and bad, this is why I feel like we are really done for because this this balance has been out of balance for a really long time. It's been almost always the majority bad with us trying to find our little glimmers of of hope and happiness with fleeting moments of happiness in between. When people talk about hell, I'm like, dude, hell is right here on earth. What you mean hell? This 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 is hell. Where you can bury your child, where you uh, when you can go ahead and just lose people that you love just because of the color of their skin or just because of their gender, how they decide to show up in the world, those people can just be erased off the map for existing. This is hell. I'm sorry. Just because I get to orgasm within it doesn't mean that this is not hell. <laughs> just because this just because there's some dick around everywhere I go. Doesn't mean that I'm having almost a great time. <laughs> uh, 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 bruh, I, I, I'm, I'm glad it's not, it's only 90% terrible and 10% good. Like, suck a dig. Okay. Sid, I hear you. Uh, that's why I'm always trying to be a, a better ally and an even better accomplice. I always appreciate your guys' talks. Uh, obviously, I can't live your guys' experience, but I always appreciate you guys sharing. Uh, yeah, fuck. Much love. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you, Scrub. Who knows what to say? Shout out you to know? Scrub. I listen to your Shout show to when Scrub. I can. So he he actually has a good show, too. Um, he has it every morning. Um, I try to listen to it before we start our show. But it's really oh, good. Shout, yeah. <clears throat> um, shout out to Scruff. I'm going to have to tune in. But yeah, I also, it, it really sucks because it's, it really feels like this, this space of hopelessness and what to do. Like, I, I wanted to go to a movie yesterday. I wanted to go to a movie yesterday. I'd already seen this movie. Um, I think it's called Everything All at Once. Um, and I wanted to go see it again. And I was like, damn, you know what? Let me just stay home. Maybe I'll see if I can come up with the courage to go do that tomorrow. I'm not the only person that's thinking like that. My little sister doesn't want to go into the grocery store anymore for any reason. We get everything delivered. She will go to Michael's because it's a smaller store. But whenever it comes to like a super big store, she just doesn't want to go inside. It's like, it's so sad that we have to think like this. Like, again, I went to Walmart the other day and I'm like, damn, hope I, hope I make it back out. <laughs> like, or, or trying to go to self-checkout or trying to figure out, oh, well, I'm going to use the app part where I can just go ahead and pay for everything on my phone so I can just dip out the door. I'm not going to stand there in line. Like, you're trying to think of all of the things that you can do to hopefully keep yourself safe and literally, get home. Literally, we are having... <laughs> Uh, practice drills in case a gunman comes in the school and teachers are having their, some of the uh, students use themselves as like uh, armor so mm -hmm. that the other students can escape. Um, it was just a few days ago I was driving, you know, just trying to run some errands. A little bit before I came home, there was a blue truck that and this is a 20 mile an hour, 30 mile an hour neighborhood because I love to drive slow. Fuck you, bitches. So, um, and I see this car 
like coming down at like 56, 50, 60 miles an hour. And he swerves around me completely to end up almost in the same spot. Rolls down his window. I'm crazy, nigger. I'm crazy. Fuck you. This was a few days ago. I literally found, it was like, I got, I just have to run these errands for my mother. I'm taking her car. I hate to drive. It's why I avoid traffic. I drive slow. I don't go on highways. A nigga's always doing this fucking scared already. But they what swear. What do you want me to do? But they swear, oh my God, it's 2022. Racism's over. Like, that that was literally a few days ago. They're just like, it's 2022. There's no such thing as that anymore. Yet, you, this just proves that you just don't listen to Black people. Because we're telling you. Because I, I, I know I'm putting this out and it's very crazy for you to grasp. But white people, you haven't been great at pointing out racism. Why are you listening to yourselves on the topic? And I remember when I got home from that, I just had to go to bed. I felt so drained because I was here driving home the rest of the way, trying to see if the blue truck was coming around the corner or where it was going to come from. Or like he almost hit me the first time. What if he's going to like T-bone me out of the corner of like a neighborhood and I don't see or I don't watch like. That's real in the day of the life of the average black person. Mm-hmm. Girl, someone called me a nigger last week. So again, this whole, oh my God, like it's 2022. Oh my God, you had your black president. Oh my God, girl, as long as this system exists. And what happened? Why? What happened? Why? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it because if I talk about it, I'm going to get... Uh, Listen, that was already hard enough to talk about. It's okay. We can move on. We can place the messages. It's okay. Shout out to the panel and everybody in the motherfucking house. Sid, you got me fucked up. My woman and I, we just watched that uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. That was a perfect thing about the uh, multiverse and was letting me know that the dreams that I do have, that I'm doing great shit or that I'm doing this or driving this or running this and that, these are actually my fucking variants ain't that a bitch now i wonder which one am i am i the lesser or not in the middle or what everybody needs to go see um everything everywhere all at once that movie was amazing i already saw it once in theaters i'm going to see if i can get the courage to go see it uh a second time and i'm going to be purchasing it whenever the fuck it comes out i'm not gonna get nothing away i was gonna ask can i watch it like at home No, no. I believe me. I tried. I looked everywhere. I was even looking at the bootleg sites. The, the, these niggas not even. They got all. They got Parkinson's now. Ain't nobody can keep the screen straight. Letting people walk all through the screen. The bootlegs aren't what they were. Bear Share was doing a good job. Kazaa, I'm remember you. Okay. I guess I'll just. I guess I'll go watch it in the movie theater and just make sure I have a bullet, a bulletproof vest on when I watch it. I just always sit near the door. I try to be. I try to be like, not on the floor just because i hate having to look up that way and actually watch the movie but as close as i can be and still not have to crane my neck i have to be near the exit 
<sighs> sad that we have to do that but yeah I and mean, i'm being for real I, i'm i i do have a bulletproof vest like girl don't play with me because it's crazy out here the fact that i have to do that yes it's sad but bitch you never know yeah, I feel like everybody should buy one, and those things are expensive as fuck. It's not like they're trying to make those things cheaper now that everybody's dying from gunshot wounds. But I digress. Um, if you guys have iPhones, by the way, um, I've seen that movie. It's a fantastic movie, and uh, I watched it in HD um, on my app. Uh, so hit me in the back channel if you want that. Um, because, uh, uh, fuck, I ain't going to the movie theater. Ooh, yes, girl, let me hit you up in the back, chick. Oh, me and my damn Samsung. I wish I didn't hate Apple so goddamn much. Um. <laughs> We're all gods. All of us. We're all gods. If you didn't know that, well, now you know. Also, I'm a marshmallow. I just want to wobble around. With joy. I know. Fledged to death. <laughs> you already know how I feel about religion, particularly in America. Christianity is rooted in violence and blood and human sacrifice. It's just a death cult at this point. We need to be honest about what's really happening here. Some people say the difference between a cult and a religion is time. I think we've had enough time to see what the fuck is really going on out here. We don't care about our kids. We don't care about the, the marginalized. We don't care about the impoverished, the oppressed, the disenfranchised. Never had, never will. And the mental illness that runs rampant through this country I think can be rooted to a lot of the suicidal ideations, to a lot of the very sick mindsets that come when you believe in things that are not real and you tell people that their life on earth really means nothing because there's a heaven promised to them afterwards. It's probably one of the most dangerous things we've ever done. Exactly. Like I said, because people like to say, oh my God, Aaron, you're always talking about Christianity. Girl, you better ask about me. I drag all the Abrahamic religions. I drag, if it's, I'm not going to subscribe to any religion that is not committed to ending white supremacy. So anyone can get it. I just happen to have grown up Christian. So of course yeah. we want to talk about it more. I, and I honestly, um, most black people have grown up within the confines of Christianity. I just want to tell you, being that that wasn't our original religion, I feel like you should be able to see a dangerous pattern here 400 years later. Let's see. Facts, facts. I think I said this yesterday. Like, first off, fuck white people. Um, but second, white people, start calling racism out when you fucking see it. Like, there's, there's no such thing as racism. Bull fucking shit. There's a shit ton of it. And guess what, white people? What the fucking problem? So stop fucking ignoring it and start fucking saying something. Period. This is what I like to see. No, for real. I feel like because we really have to make sure that people, especially white people, define what complicit racism is. Complicit racism is your silence. Mm-hmm. 
that's just what it is when you see it and when it goes on and because I, I i was called a nigger in a grocery store a few years ago and we saw ice and of course the grocery store was all white and a bunch of white people just walked right by blinked at me sympathetically like oh poor nigga dactyl <laughs> nigga dactyl i'm so sorry and went about their fucking business but hey, I I didn't call you a nigger. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Girl. Mm. Okay, we can move on. Yeah, no self-accountability people. Y'all bitches is get on my nerves, but it's okay. Um, so let us go ahead and move on to the Christian church and homosexuality. Um <laughs> first of all, before we dive in, I just wanna let you no, it's so crazy that the church wants to fight against homosexuality, but seems to have no problem with pedophilia and adultery, but yet will always say that every single sin is the same, but you guys do so much lying. Just wanted to put that out there. Yes, yeah, so um, before I play the video, sup, girl, good old, fuck, what's this bitch name? Because I'm about to drag. Mother Barbara Lewis. Mm, mm, mm. She kind of reminds me of like Kimberrell as well because Kimberrell can't stand black gay men either. She be calling us sissies and all sorts of shit. I'm like, girl. But anyway, <clears throat> the black church is still thriving on preaching against homosexuality even during Pride Month. The homophobic sermon of Mother Barbara McCoo Lewis at the 2022 Kaja International Women's Convention, the largest Pentecostal denomination in the United States, is going viral on TikTok. The membership is predominantly African-American with millions of adherents. The church has congregations in 112 countries around the world. During her sermon, which was live streamed online, she preached against lesbian relationships, having sugar daddies, uh, threesomes, transphobia, and, and transness as well, and even women staying in relationships with men despite knowing they are gay. The convention began on May 25th and ended during the top of Pride Month on June 3rd. Mother Lewis sermon receiving standing ovations from the audience. I'm going to play some of this video. Um, trigger warning for all of my black LGBT people who used to go to church and would hear the same type of hateful ass rhetoric. Just brace yourself from this video. about 
have a man trapped in a woman's body. God does not make any mistakes. God made you a woman. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. If you're coming to these conventions just to be with your lesbian lover, you're not a holy woman. You're just a delegate to a convention in love with another woman. You can't be holy and in love with another woman. The lesbian life. Oh, my God. Okay. That was enough. That was, that was that was that was more than enough. That was more than enough. I feel like it's so exaggerated. It feels like a Boondocks episode that I I should have seen at some point. Like this is what the fuck? I, I'm sorry, all, all y'all bitches in church. Yo, why gay people who are still going to church? Nigga, why? This is what you go sit down and listen to. I'm finna drag her Michelin Man build ass because it's people like her that have this hateful ass rhetoric and you wonder why you can't keep nobody in the church. Predominantly, young people. Bitch, we don't have time for the games. This, this generation is waking up and you are not finna see us in shit like this anymore. You wonder, because if you look at any church, to be honest today, the crowd sizes are small as fuck now. Because people are not going to sit here and hear this hateful ass rhetoric that people like this bitch continues to spew. It sounds like this shit hit home and touched and agree with her spirit, to be honest, because she it sounds a little bit too personal, like she can relate to this shit. It's given like she got some skeletons in her closet. Listen, or maybe she was with a man who she found out was bisexual and she never got over it. Something personal has happened with that lady. Something, something personal. She coming up there with her own demons. I'm sorry. Those are your own demons coming the fuck out. It's, it's really crazy because they will say shit like this and be like, no, church is a loving place. Bitch, where? It's just mind-blowing to me. And you wonder why, oh my God, no one wants to go to church anymore. Oh my God, the young folks... The young folks are waking the fuck up and are looking at all the hypocrisy that is in the church. And to be honest, the church is, has become a business. Y'all don't give a fuck about us like that. I'm not trying to hear this whole, oh my God, don't nobody want to go to church tomorrow. And you wonder why the DL situation is the way it is now because of people like her. And I hope that those women and women that think like her know that you are one of the biggest reasons that down low men stay down low because this is your rhetoric do you think they would ever tell you you're all sleeping with bisexual men anyway you just don't know it tell me after you would say this type of rhetoric why the fuck would they be honest with you stupid god damn it <laughs> They play themselves constantly. It's a mess. I'm holy and love multiple people. You know what I tell those fucking church people? I'm sorry, you come on my shit. Guess what? I broke a pastor with this shit. I said, Jesus. Hmm. Um, in the Bible, I use their own fucking words against them. In the Bible, it says one day Jesus is going to marry the church. Who's the church? The people? 
So wouldn't that make Jesus pansexual, bisexual? Also, wouldn't that make him polyamorous on top of that? I had a pastor fucking break because of that. I broke his world because guess what, bitches? <laughs> I'm queer. I'm here to stay. I'm a demisexual. So if I, like, I love everybody. Just give me some type of a connection. Shorty mm. says she broke his mind. <laughs> <sighs> and um, just making small observations like that, like if you're marrying the church, isn't that like a lot of people of a lot of different genders? Doesn't sound very much like, um... no, 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 you got it. You got it. You can have that. No, it's cool. Two plus two equals five because you carried one. I got you. All I know is like, once again, this generation, we don't have time for this hateful ass shit. We're not going to be sitting in the fucking congregation and be hearing this hateful ass rhetoric every fucking Sunday and Wednesday, to be honest, because y'all love to talk about the LGBT and oh my God, they break up the black family. Meanwhile, I can name a list of shit that's breaking up the black family that straight people do. And the gag is, and this goes out to black gay men or just black LGBT folks, you will still somehow still see black queer folks who go to these fucked up ass churches and was a sit there and not say anything. When I left the church six years ago, I dragged the fuck out my pastor because he was saying some fucked up homophobic ass shit. You need to read the room. Half your damn deacons are gay, bitch. They want to fuck me, bitch. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I just also want to say, I as the the granddaughter of pastors, my grandfather as a minister was probably one of the evilest people I ever met on two legs. He embezzled like $30,000, $40,000 from his own church. He also was um, essaying a 15-year-old girl, um, which, by the way, just seemed to just conveniently disappear right after the word got out that she was pregnant. Suspicious. These are people who run the church. These are the people who are trying to be your lines of morality. This is also the same man when I told him that I was molested by somebody in the church, beat me for speaking against a man of God who later went to jail for sticking his tongue in his one-year-old baby's mouth. Are you f That's the church. But not all churches are like that. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> And once again, just because I'm an atheist, like like I said, I believe in having your own way. Everyone has their own way of finding their own peace. I'm not telling you like queer folks can't be Christian or have their own. I'm saying protect your mental health and protect your peace. You don't have to go to church to believe in God. You don't have to go to church, especially if you're queer, and sit here and listen to this hateful ass rhetoric. Like Because they don't understand people's parents are going to, to church and hearing this shit. Like, this is why I'm so passionate about this because it's so fucking dangerous hearing this shit. Because people, you have parents that will go to church and will hear this fucked up ass shit from the pastor because they're ostracizing queer folks and then parents will take that and run with it and then when they have gay children and the kids say, mom, I think I'm gay or dad, I think I'm trans or whatever, they kick them out of their homes because they believe the Lord is not, God told them to not have that shit in their house. It happened to me. You will not sit here and say, oh my God, well, that's not the case. It happens all the fucking time. They pastors say this homophobic ass shit 
and parents, especially black parents, take it and run with it. And then when their kids tell them that they are queer, they will say, well, I don't believe in that. Not in my house, not in this home. You have to go somewhere else to stay. And hell, sometimes even kill in the name of Jesus. They, they, I feel like it's crazy. They think honor killings is purely a Middle Eastern thing. We have them right here. Somebody comes out gay. And, and Jesus Christ, all of the abuse that goes on through the church where they're impregnating um, underage women um, and then they'll go on stage and say, well, yes, I have to admit to adultery. That video I played the other week, that woman had to get on stage and say, I was a 16-year-old girl. You did things to my body that never should have ever been done. That abuse went on for almost a fucking decade. And he was really about to sit up there and call, say, well, I cheated on my wife and I got to ask God for forgiveness. And even when he said that, his whole church congregation embraced him on that stage. We forgive you, preacher. Look, this whole don't talk bad on God's anointed ones, I don't give a fuck. Anyone can get dragged. He is no closer to God than uh, I am, bitch, assuming that I believe in that shit. No one is above anyone, bitch. Anyone can get held accountable. I don't care about this whole. Don't speak on God's, on one of God's anointed ones. Meanwhile, you have God's anointed ones fucking being pedophiles and shit. But that's what I'm also saying. How can you trust God if his judgment is this shitty? What are you talking about? Oh, the anointed ones. A lot of the anointed ones should be in jail. So maybe God should reassess how he's making these anointed ones. Let me play some messages. So, <laughs> y'all must be some hurt people, man. Wherever y'all went to church, locally, they must have messed y'all up bad. <laughs> I mean, because a lot of y'all that came up in church, like local churches, especially denominations, man, y'all must have came some lousy local churches. Your experiences is crazy. And it's not sad you know, that you had that bad experience in that local church. I think it would behoove you, man, to get some healing for real, because what I hear is a lot of pain, bitter. You know, you black people sound hurt. I mean, not all white people are like that. I mean, it sounds like you need some healing, black person. Like, not all white like white people have done these things to you. You can't generalize all white people. That's exactly how you sound when you talk about black LGBT people's experience in the church. Like, you're, you could never even imagine the experiences you went through because you're a straight dude in church. Da-da! The fuck? Our experiences are not going to be the same. And it really is so insane to me because if you go ahead and you take almost every single black queer person and say, what was your experience like in church? We're all going to be saying the same thing, but all but straight people will just be like, I can't believe your local churches fucked you up like that. Even though all the churches are teaching the same damn thing. That's crazy. And I'm not trying to hear this whole, Oh, well, just come to my church. No bitch. The institution of Christianity, I don't give a damn how much you try to remix it or reform or pick a scripture or whatever. Christianity ain't never like gay folks. So I'm not trying to hear, well, you come to my church. No, ma'am. Well, we love the sin or hate the sin over here. I'm not trying to hear that shit either.
Because y'all be quick. These churches will be quick to take our gay money, quick to take our gay talent, our art, our art, and all this other shit. The whole, the damn choir director is gay. But once again, you will still say this hateful ass shit on stage and expect us to sit silent. No, ma'am. And you wonder why you can't keep nobody in the church. But, These church crowds really, are small as fuck. Have you ever been told that I would rather kill you than you exist? How uh -huh. dare you even pretend that your experience is the same? You sound silly. You sound like white folks that are just like, well, I don't understand why you think this is racism because Obama was a president and I love Mr. Cafe Olay and, her, and his gorilla wife. I love the whole thing. I vote wife. for him again if they was able to do it a third time. I love black penis. I've been an activist since 1973. I've been sucking black dick for a very long time. You can't tell me who I am. That's how the fuck you sound. Uh, read the room. The black church and homosexuality. <clears throat> what should be our response to homosexuality or to homosexuals? It ought to be love. It ought to share the goodness of Yah, the goodness of scripture that loves everyone and wants them to be born again. We all have also have to understand that Yah is against the act, the sin of homosexuality. So you had it right till you had it wrong. Brett, the whole love the sinner, not the sin thing is so played out. And I'm not going to go into places that I am not celebrated. And I'm not going to go into places where they're telling me, well, guess what? We really love you, but you know, we won't be able to see you in hell. Why won't you let us help you out of hell? I so badly <laughs> am just trying to, I'm trying to save your soul. I need you to understand that you, as a black man spitting this type of rhetoric, you are literally a betrayal to your own ancestry. Pick up a fucking book. You have no idea how beautiful and divine black gay people are because before colonization, they were everywhere in Africa. So I'm sorry that you picked up the white man's book and you're sucking on that dick so hard, but that's not my problem. Ooh, child, you dragged the fuck out of his ass. <laughs> I try to see what else we got. Excluding queer people from spiritual community is about the stupidest fucking thing you can do when we're divine. Amen. Yep. Exactly. Because I can't scream for one minute straight <laughs> in anger about just the existence of the Bible, let alone what people have done with it over time, let alone what it has done to black Americans and continues to do to black Americans in this country. I wish I could have just screamed for a minute, screamed through that whole clip that you played. Because the again, when we talk about mental illness and mental irregularities, to to hold on to that book at this present time, to me, is you're slipping into something that's not that's not healthy. And it's embarrassing to see people argue for this book while it is simultaneously being used to justify all the black bodies that have piled up and will continue to pile up in this country. It pisses me the fuck off that anybody in this room or outside of this room wants to try to tether them to that the, it, wants to try to lie to themselves and say that there's something good to be found in it. It is not.
I just wish y'all knew. I'm not trying to hear, like, again, this whole love the sinner, hate the sin. I'm not trying to hear that shit because basically what you're saying is, we know your ass is a fag, but I still love fags. But at the, but deep down, I know that your faggot ass is going to burn in hell. That's what that shit means. I'm not trying to hear that shit. White folks love the sinner, hate the sin. Well, bitch, it was a sin to be black 400 years, and still is. I'm not trying to hear that shit. You do not get to use your religion to justify your hatred, your bigotry and shit. Another black person who don't know their history. If you read scripture, you would know that the scriptures are... Once again, once you bring up the white man's book, I'm not trying to hear it. Is that the best you can do? Oh my goodness. They 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 can't they don't have anything else. They've just got this one book. Like when the bestseller came out during Roman times and Romans just started killing everybody who wasn't who all of a sudden wasn't worshiping um Christianity. Like this Bible has literally been used as a source of control since the beginning of time. It has literally colonized a whole fucking nation, including Africa, to the point where even Africa Africans today don't know their history. Just like you, black man, don't know your history today. I need you to read a book before you come and tell me that I don't know something because I come here with actual facts and research. Please listen to our other shows. Get into some articles. Educate yourself. It's just so it doesn't make any fucking sense. Why are black people still trying to hang on to the slave ass book? Y'all black people, y'all are keeping some of y'all's beliefs are keeping y'all from getting any fucking shit done. Like, come on now. Let that shit go. But, and I don't know why they can't, being that God really plays as this terrible, hateful person. He says, oh, you can't have abortions, but he gonna kill everybody first, son. Don't even matter. Down to the animals. The animals' firstborn children is gonna die, too. Like, you're oh, not, even God sh- is- not even strong enough to be able to question who taught you these damn beliefs in the first place. But then when you ask that, oh, don't question God, why not? That's the ultimate form of oppression, telling black folks, stop questioning things, just do as I say, just do it. And and why can't I question God? He's God, shouldn't he have answers? He's all powerful and all knowing, right? So why the fuck can I question, bitch, why is there so many fucking black folks being killed? Why is there so many fucking uh, black queer folks being kicked out of their house? And then when I say that, Oh, well, God works in mysterious ways. So once again, you pick and choose when he works and when he doesn't. It's it's really so ridiculous to me. The fact that we're still holding on to this Bible, like he literally flooded the earth and killed everybody, which means includes pregnant women. So God apparently has no issues with abortions. And apparently he will rationalize slavery because we're apparently the descendants of Ham. And please don't masturbate because then you have to go ahead and thumb out your right eye. That's the guy. That's the guy you're listening to. Okay. Just make it should be honest because I'm even take it this far. Because I, I really wish you motherfuckers was to say you just don't like gay people. Because I guarantee you, let's say the Bible did say it wasn't a sin to be gay. I bet you y'all still would not like gay people, even if it wasn't a fucking sin, quote unquote. Which, by the way, they, they've already trans gone through all sorts of translations in the Bible, and they realized they weren't never talking about homosexuality. They were talking about pedophilia. That's been a fact. The word homosexuality was actually added in this fucking century. You guys are being stupid about the own fucking book that you guys are sucking the dick off. Like, it doesn't make any sense for me. Like, you got no, no, oh my God. Like, it's just, there's no continuity. There's no consistency. It's all contradictions. 
This shit is crazy. And then you want to talk to me like I'm insane. Yo, fuck off. Talking about it's, it's a sin and it's not natural in God's eyes to be gay. And then when someone hits you with that same kind of, well, you know what, bitch? You're not natural. You're, you fucking niggers need to go back to where you came from. Keep that same energy. Because, bitch, even if it was a sin to be gay, I still don't care, bitch, because I am happy. I'm not miserable, bitch. And it pisses a lot of you Christians off. And, and that's the thing. They've spent so much time being miserable. Think about how these niggas go through life. Oh, don't cry too hard. Don't white wash your ass. You better only have three in one body wash. You can't use lotion. Your dusty niggas walking around can't enjoy food. Otherwise, somebody's going to think you fucking sus. I'd be miserable too, bitch. We've been taught, like, um, uh, like Alex said, we've been taught to fear the very things that have the potential to set us free. So when they see queer folks, I'm, this is for black folks. When black people see black queer folks living their lives and not questioning and, and not giving a fuck and fuck societal norms, they see it as a threat because they've been taught to fear it. And quite and white supremacy has done the thing because white supremacy that's where homophobia and transphobia came from. Yep. And and this is the thing, just uh, you, like it's so crazy how they want to try and link their Christianness and their homophobia with their Africanness. And it's like, have you never heard of Abatala? The trans god of Africa? You never heard of the androgynous gods of Africa? Like you don't you don't know your fucking history and I don't care. I'm not going back and forth with you dusty assholes. I'm not going back and forth with any of you. Because that's the thing. And you're never going to derail this platform. I see your comments. I'm not fucking playing them. I don't care what you have to say. It's the same goddamn rhetoric every single time. You guys don't even try to remix it anymore. You just sound like a fucking robot. I'm done. It's never any new information. Y'all just scared to actually do the research and open up your own book. Because as far as you're concerned, the only two books that exist is the Willie Lynch letters and the fucking Bible. So keep with that fucking energy. Suck that dick if you want to. And like I said, like, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh, well, I just want, I just don't, because y'all act like this whole selective ass, this selective outrage, this, oh my God, well, I'm just, I just don't want you to go to hell. Okay, well, bitch, okay, fuck it. I, okay, I want to go to hell. So now what? What the fuck are you going to do now? Mind your fucking business, bitch. I'm still going to keep sucking dick and you can stay mad. I don't care. I want to go to hell. Okay, so now what? Is that going to stop you? You still got bills to pay. So what, you going to stop going to work now that you know that I don't give a fuck? <laughs> it's so crazy it's so crazy and they will fight more against us than the actual pedophiles in the church always oh it's always what about the kids but y'all not fu fucking protecting your children it didn't protect me and it didn't protect thousands hundreds of thousands of other black queer kids in this fucking country didn't protect us stop this, it like, stop pretending there's a problem black people we have a problem with gay people and uh, and i'm not trying to hear well it all races don't like it, homophobia is in all races no bitch you a fool if you don't think there's a fucking problem it's on steroids in the black community i'm not trying to hear you're not finna all lives matter the situation and say well homophobia is everywhere it's in all races no bitch i'm not finna let you get away with that Facts. Fuck all the pedophiles. 
fuck them because I, obviously I am a victim of trauma and abusive pedophiles from a church. Oh, what? Oh, who trafficked me? What? Oh, that's. Do you see what I'm saying? It's happening to all of these innocent fucking children. But you want to tell me the fact that I love pussy is the problem? Unless you're doing it for their pleasure. That's a fact. So fucking sad. You guys are, you guys are so sad. Uh, and at this point, it's just not going to be something that I deal with because we are going to go ahead and uh, switch gears. Um, so we can go ahead and talk about the damage that straight people have done in Ohio. Let's see how else they're going to expose our fucking children. I forgot all about this topic. <laughs> oh, no. As soon as I saw this topic, I and mean, I knew once we started talking about church, uh, we started talking about black church and what's going on with the community. I knew that we were going to be talking about touching little fucking kids because I'm sorry, boo. That's where it happens in church. And, and this is regular church. You can talk about the Catholics. Not, not my church. My church loves everyone. Just, just don't act on your sin. <laughs> it's like, bitch, telling gay people was well, just you can be gay. Just don't act on it. You okay? Well, bitch, stop. Don't act on your straightness. Stop having straight sex. Don't eat today. <laughs> <laughs> You sound stupid as fuck to say some it's, dumb ass shit like that. Okay, because if, if there's a homosexual spirit, there's a heterosexual spirit as well. So the next time you tell black gay men stop having sex, okay, well, don't have straight sex. Keep that same energy since you and think there's a homosexual spirit. And, and by the way, if since a homosexuality has a spirit and heterosexuality has a spirit, why is the heterosexuality spirit so weak? That sounds like a personal problem. <sighs> It's a mess. I hate it. But I'm so glad that you actually found this um, article because I knew more stuff was happening. And I'll be honest with you, I was kind of underneath all of the information from the the just the shootings that have happened recently. Um, and again, it's almost hard to concentrate on everything that's going on. It's like something's going on every single fucking day. But um, how did so, you find um, the article? Girl, this was all over the fucking, fucking trending ass news. So the Ohio anti-trans bill, the Ohio Republicans passed a bill last night, well, last night being like three days ago, requiring internal and external genital inspections of children in order to play sports. Also, shout out to Fletch because she's the one who showed me this. Um, shit, what was I? Keep in mind that an internal genital inspection involves vaginal penetration. The Republicans have mandated that any 13-year-old athlete accused by anyone of being trans, her bully, or the kid who didn't make the team, or a parent, or whatever, has to go has to undergo an unnecessary intimate medical procedure not recommended for anyone under the age of 21. In addition to that, it mandates that accused girls undergo genetic and hormone testing, likely at the parent's expense, which means the parents of any girl accused of being trans will have to pay unnecessary money medical bills so that their daughter can stay in sports. There are currently five transgender high school athletes in the entire state and no known incidents of a secretly transgender athlete being discovered. This bill's only real purpose is to humiliate, humiliate female high school athletes and discourage girls athletics. So this is where we're at. 
basically, we just legalized sex trafficking. Um, Illegal molestation. Vaginal penetration. Like they How really think that- like, if there's any accusations of your kid being trans or non-gender conforming, they're going to basically I can't. It's really disgusting. It's so fucking sick. And then they want to call us the perverts. Why'd all the hoteps leave? Why'd all the hoteps leave? Come back. We're talking <laughs> about your paper. I noticed that. <laughs> all of a sudden, them niggas just disappeared. What happened? You don't want to talk about the damage of straight people and the laws that you're putting in and how that's actually going to end up literally molesting your children? And, 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 you know, I love it. I love it when people, especially liberals, are like, well, all of that's only happening in the South. It's not going to happen in countries like that are further up north because we are just way more progressive and forward thinking. We started in Alabama and Texas. We're in Ohio. Where else the fuck you think we're going to go but spread out? This whole, oh, my God, just come to New York. Girl, I, I know so many racist-ass white folks in New York. I'm not trying to hear that shit. Sure, it's not, as it's not as blatant, but it's still very much there to where I can notice it. And and by the way, since we've always lived in this skin and had this experience, we would be able to see the racism. Just going to put that out there. Lord, uh, yeah, uh, when I came across this, I definitely had to share this with several folks because I have grown up with a certain amount of skepticism and just being politicized as a kid. I have been told that a lot of times, a lot of what we see is on purpose. So when we see things like uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and all this other little drama and these other little stupid things that are going on out there, um, when we even see things with the mass shooting, I often ask myself, what what are these pieces of shit sitting at their desks writing up? What are they creating? What uh, what more disgusting laws are they trying to put into place? And uh, this is one of them. And as someone from Ohio, um, in Cleveland specifically, Ohio being the heart of America, they say, y'all can just go on and put a, a, a stake through this one because this vampire piece of shit state needs to be yeah i hate it here so much girl like and the fact that there are people celebrating like yeah y'all are weird Mm. why i I don't know why this isn't more fucking alarming it's like girl i would say you hate trans people without saying you hate trans people bruh but I'm thinking, but, okay, I understand that part. And obviously we're going to care about the fact that, uh, that trans is being attacked. But for the regular straighties, people are going to be trying to say it's okay to put their hands down your kid's pants. Why aren't you saying anything? Where, where are you? I thought you were supposed to be parents that protect their kids. Remember, it's about your kids, right? And if you dumb cunt stains new... Transness does not have a look. So stop with this whole, oh my God, I think she's trans. Bitch, how the fuck do you know, bitch? Because once again, I can't tell you the amount of times I hear cishet straight women. Y'all can get misgendered too. Yeah. 
especially cishet um, black women. So stop with this whole, oh my God, I think, well, it has a look. No, it doesn't, bitch. Y'all don't know. Transness does not have a look, bitch. It doesn't. That's why y'all, these men be so shook and ready to kill their ass because they think that they quote unquote tricked me. No, bitch, you liked what you saw and it's okay. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Like we're, we're being attacked on every single fucking side. There's children dying because of gun, because of your lack of gun control laws. And this is the bill that you pass through. We need permission to look in your child's pants. And how exactly are guns going to protect these children's uh, bodily autonomy when this is the legislation? How are guns going to help? This is what I'm talking about. Americans have their rights stripped away from them, will harm their own children, cut off their nose to spite their face, all while holding a gun. So disgusting. Y'all should be so ashamed. Oh my god, this is disgusting. This makes me want to vomit. Are you... F I'm, I'm... I'm a marshmallow. I just want to wobble around. With joy. It's hard out here. And, you know, honestly, before... Uh... Before I heard the bill, I knew, I, it's like, it's so crazy. Like, I feel like I'm seeing this shit in my dreams. I'm having all of these dystopian dreams of like mass drafts and people trying to keep their, uh, keep their wombs or people having uh, hysterectomies just because they don't want to have, uh, they want to have, don't want to have to be forced to have children, people being turned away for all of these services. And I think that this isn't just dreams, guys. I feel like this is fucking premonitions because I, I don't feel like anything is off the table. They're putting this in writing. They just put this in writing. And it passed. Oh my God. Also, this bill is absolutely going to affect straight cishet athletes. We already masculinize female athletes. Already do that. <clears throat> And we've already barred uh, cis had assigned female at birth athletes from playing because they did not meet hormone thresholds. They want genetic testing, hormone testing, and genitalia. A lot of straight people, cis had assigned female at birth, are going to find out they're intersex or their hormone levels are too high and then their kids can't play sports and they're not even fucking trans. Exactly. Stupid. They, they uh, listen. Cutting off your nose to spite your face—that's exactly what it is. When they do these genetic testings, because nobody feels like intersex is a real thing, we don't know any hormone levels that we've come uh, come out with. Because just because we present a certain way doesn't mean anything about the way our hormones are. Stupid. Read a book. Read a book. Read a book. They really don't. And a lot of people like again. They don't think that intersex is a thing. And they also be shook to know, this. did you know you can be born trans? Like, once again, people just, like you said, they just need to read a book. And I read something about 
the population, the amount of people who are of intersex is about the same amount as people who are ginger. That's a lot of fucking people. I think they said like 3.3%. That's still a lot of fucking people who are of intersex. So stop with this whole, it's either this or that. Either you got a penis or a vagina. No, bitch. It's not that simple. Well, I'm not talking about gender. It's a social construct. Sex is biological. No, bitch. I have you know that sex is also a social construct as well. Ooh, bitch, you didn't know that. Read a book, bitch. Mmm, I like pussy. Mmm, I like dick. I'll suck dick. I'll suck pussy. I'll lick it too. Um, what? <laughs> so, you, got, <laughs> you two are bad for me. Getting me all up in my shit. <laughs> oh, we drive. Oh, yeah. Um, fuck those pedophiles. Fuck those church people. Um, because guess what? Hi, I'm a victim and a survivor of abuse who was molested and trafficked. Thank you very much. It's my story, it's my life, and I've gone and healed. And guess what, I man, I forgave those people because guess what, it only held me back and it's my responsibility to fix my trauma, even though I didn't give it to myself. Mm, something that women seem to be able to do Women and femmes seem to be able to do, but straight men seem to not be able to grasp. Just got to put that out there. So where do we go from here, girl? Because once again, um, people who were just now tuning in, Ohio passed, uh, Republicans passed an anti-trans bill allowing uh, genital inspections of anyone who was accused of being trans in order to play sports. So if anyone accuses your child of being trans and they want to play sports, they have to look at the genitalia. But so it's like, girl, where do we go from here? And, 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 and not just look at their genitalia, be able to penetrate their genitalia. That's actually written into the law. Yep. Um, where do we go from here? We get the fuck out. I'm sorry. Y'all want to stay and fight for this <laughs> shit? You can stay and fight for this shit, but I'm not fighting over bloody diarrhea no more. I feel like I deserve greener pastures. Um, and if you want to donate to the fund of me getting the fuck out of here, then there, my cash app is in my bio. That's Mine really where too. we are right now. Trying to get the fuck out of here. It, it, it's like, I honestly don't feel like there's any fixing this. We have to get out in order to find some semblance of happiness and peace before global warming comes for all of us. I would like to spend the last 10 years of my life living decently. Right, like, because biz, I feel like it's really gonna happen sooner than we think. People are like, oh, oh yeah. I don't see the problem. Like, girl, all right. I, 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 you know, at this point, the way things are, if I do make it to my 40 45th birthday, I feel like that would be like, oh, so things aren't as bad because I thought we'd all be dead. Oh, it's a mess. Social anxiety in America is not a disorder. It's rationality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I listen. And I feel, yo, that just that just hit me hard because when I be talking about my social anxiety and people are just like, oh my God, I can't believe that's the way that you live, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. But in, in actuality, bro, that's just me trying to 
have some self some self preservation about my life. Right, like I don't know. Long story short, um, fuck this place. Um, I'm waiting for the asteroid to hit, or I can go to Yellowstone and set that bitch off. Either way, um, yeah, that's this is where we're at. Well, I'm telling you, Stone Ages, very much Stone Ages, very much Handmaid's Tale, very much Blessed Be the Fruit. Um, and yeah, I don't even know what else to say to that. I mean, I'm not surprised. Once again, we live in an anti-trans world, so. Yeah. We can move on to the next topic. Well, I feel like um that I'm really glad that you actually chose this topic. Um because I feel like it's something so apt because we're all kind of fighting through capitalism. Um and I really loved the the title because a job is a motherfucking job. And I think one thing I've noticed in society is that when people ask you what you do, they just want to know how much respect they can have for you. Mm. I feel like a lot of times when they ask, like I, cause, and, and as a, a Pisces, which means like I'm low-key an egomaniac, the one thing that I did not want to do is ever show people, especially when I was homeless or didn't do this. So I'd make up all kinds of names for jobs that I did because I didn't want to just tell them, listen, I'm homeless and I'm reading and I'm doing tarot card readings and walking fucking dogs and doing stand-up and I'm busking in the streets right now because I just want to be able to make it to the next day. Right. I got into a, um, a pretty heated argument with my mother the other day because like I graduated college a few months ago, like well, six months ago. And she was like, why are you still working at, like you need to be working, trying to use your degree to get like a salary paying, like 75K a year job. I'm like, mom, that's unrealistic in this fucking system that we live in. Like I'm 24, first of all. So the fact that you expect me to be working like this, like no bitch, like to I, I'm a nurse assistant. I'm making 20 an hour. To me, that's good. Like, bitch, I'm not trying to work in a fucking office cubicle, nine to five, Monday through Friday, and just until I die out. I don't want to do that, bitch. I, and at this job, I get to work when I want to work. But she can't see it like that because she, you can find you a real job. What do you mean real job? And how is that not a real job? I'm just no seriously because you do something for the community in hospitals that a lot of people aren't doing. Tell me why that's not a real job. Because it's not salary. If it's hourly, she doesn't think it's a real job. I don't know. Can I? Add, I really would love to know. Does anybody know the romanticism with salary in this country? Because ever since I was young, they were like, as soon as you go salary, that means you've really made it. Which means, because if you're on salary, it means that um, even if you work 20 hours a week, you're still going to get the same money, right? But doesn't that mean that you're still going to get the same money if you work 80 hours a week? Yep. So I would love to know what the romanticism is in a way that somebody can lock you in to paying you less money. Am I missing something? I don't know. It's a, it's a fucking mess. It, it, and I'm glad that you said um, anytime someone asks you what do you do, they basically want to know, bitch, how much money do you make so I can see if I can, if I can give a fuck about you or not. 
because that's why you hear this dumbass rhetoric. Well, if you flipping burgers, you shouldn't be able to be making twenty five dollars an hour. Girl, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I'd be telling folks what you think that you're making now is not enough. The people who be trying to who's so quick to defend capitalism be the main ones bitching about their job, talking about, oh my God, I'm so tired and blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, well, capitalism. And then when I say that, well no, nah, because you should be making uh fifteen hours to flip burgers. This according to who? Because the, these motherfuckers have the fucking money. But like, let's let's say fuck the corporations and and them having the money, right? The cost of living. Why are you telling somebody who flips burgers that they don't deserve to live by themselves? Why are you telling somebody who flips burgers that they don't deserve to be able to have childcare? That they don't deserve time off? Why are you saying that to that person? Why do you think it's okay? to take away basic rights away from somebody by just wanting them to be paid lower than you because it makes you feel better? This class is something else. Sid, I'm a Pisces too. And no, we're not egomaniacs. People come to us to dissolve their ego. Let's get that straight. <laughs> I try to be humble, girl. I try to be humble. Exactly. A lot of people, and I mean, Aaron spoke to it already. And I mean, my mom's a teacher. She's very traditionalist. And after I graduated college, I took a job just in another state because that was my initiative. Get out of, get away from home, get a little personal freedom, a little personal space, a little mental space. Um, and all these jobs I worked, my mom always thinks that it's a downgrade from what, uh, what there used to be. Like, oh, because I'm not a doctor or a lawyer, I haven't reached the echelon that is needed be. And then not the burden of the child to uplift the whole family if they've gotten a college degree. Don't do that. Not me having to carry the family now because I went to college. Right. Not having to carry the family now because I went to college. Yo, the generations of, of us that are either going to college for the first time, trying to follow in our family of footsteps and making sure that we go to college because uh, because of our parents, especially as black people. Oh my God. As Yo, if you're Asian, if you're Indian, I don't care what's going on. If you're not a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer, if you're Jamaican, they will accept RN. Don't mm -hmm. don't bring them no LPN or CNA. They don't give a fuck about that shit. If you were to go ahead and get any one of those jobs, you could possibly be worthy of respect. And I'm just going to give you a really short story time. I am the type of person that will do whatever to get a job, right? And I remember I went to this horse ranch and I always wanted to work with horses. I am obsessed with fucking animals. I have a problem, right? And I'd never done any of it before. I convinced this man to go ahead and let me have this job. Um, I listened, I, I learned all this shit on YouTube. When this man said, go get two horses off the trailer, I nearly shit my pants. After I have this job for a couple of months and I'm so proud of myself, like I didn't know anything about this and I'm here shucking out stalls and riding horses and taking horses out, all kinds of awesome stuff. I call my mom, my Jamaican mother. I should have known this was just being stupid. I called my mother to let her know that, oh my goodness, I think I absolutely love this job. Like every day I'm so excited to be here. 
After a long silence, you know what she says? So you're satisfied to pick up shit? <laughs> you're satisfied to pick up shit for a living? That's how you are going to go ahead and make it in life. He's going to go ahead and get it through shit. Hmm? Every single thing that I was, and I was young at the time, so obviously, and a Pisces, as we mentioned, so I'm a little emotional. The whole thing crumbled for me. Like all of this excitement and the, all of these things I wanted. And it was just like, I guess I've been obsessed with having my own farm and animals for a long time. And it just felt like a step in the right direction to know all the things I wanted to know. And after one phone call, poof, like it never existed. Mm. And I know that happens for a lot of different people. Because guess what? The job that you want isn't good enough for everybody else. The job that you're happy with, the job that you feel good going to every day, which is, by the way, something that's so rare to have in this country. I would rather you have a job that makes you miserable mm. because it looks and sounds better. Do you know how many of these rich ass people who are miserable as fuck at their jobs? I don't give a fuck about when it, I, I will sacrifice what I have to do to be happy. Like, I really don't give a fuck. And I have to tell that to my mom. She's like, well, you could be making so much more. And I said, I'm good with where I'm at because at the end of the day, I'm happy. I don't care. What is your obsession with more, more, more? Like 24 years old and they have their fucking bachelors and you're just like, you're just not doing enough? The fuck is wrong with you people? And again, now I'm in fucking debt because of her. I told her I didn't want to do college in the first place, but I only did it so she could leave me the hell alone with this damn, get this damn piece of paper shit. And I got it so she could leave me alone. That's it. I didn't, well, you wasting your degree. You knew I didn't want to fucking be in this scam ass education system to begin with. Mm. Mm. Now I'm in debt for at least 20 years of my fucking life. Thanks. If you don't leave me alone and be glad that I did it for your ass, let me do what makes me happy. I don't care. I don't care to be making 100K at 24 years old. Dude, do you know how much money that, like all, so many of us that are in debt, think about if we had become HC, HV, HVAC people and like we decided to go get a trade so we could just start making like adult money right now instead of going to college and then being in debt for how many fucking years? Do you know that I, I, did, I did my first bout in college in 2011? I finally got rid of my student loans. Do you know how rare that is to be able to get rid of your student loans within a decade? That's rare. That's not a good thing. Talking about well, people that flip burgers shouldn't be making this much, and that they're not—that's not a real job. But as soon as this fucking pandemic happened, oh my god, essential workers! Oh my god, we gotta rely on them. Mm -hmm. Bitch, no, nah, bitch, you ain't gonna fuck about us. Don't come to us now. Mm. We went from. Are we? Because y'all be having a fucking heart attack if we out of fucking uh something. Then oh my god, it's the end of the world. But you just said that's like not no real job. Paper. <laughs> Uh, I'll never forget. I'll never forget how y'all bitches acted over toilet paper. I promise you it'll be burned in my brain for the rest of eternity. I always knew y'all wasn't shit. 
But I also want to say, do you know how convenient it was to go from everybody was an essential worker to low-skilled workers, not even two years later? Mm. I noticed that, too. Mm-hmm. That's how capitalism... Because coronavirus exposed how this fucking system works. It really did. Because, bitch, it, the stock market... It was so much shit. And then as soon as it, quote-unquote, was over, now it's low-skilled workers again. You don't need us no more, you say. Now that it's not an emergency, let me tell you something. I worked at Amazon during the pandemic. These were 60-hour work weeks, and I had to walk at least a mile and a half to get to the bathroom. Mm. Damn. Yes. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I just want to let you know, my bladder's not weak. But um, it's dangerous, right? So that doesn't wasn't was something that I wasn't it wasn't a a chance I really wanted to take. And when I say one, I think after like the third night that I was there, when I got out of my car because I have um, knee, I have some knee issues. Both my knees were dislocated when I was young, and I have uh, fibromyalgia and things like that. But guess what? It doesn't matter. I got those things. I still got to make money. I still got to work. So this is what's going on. The third night after I got out of Amazon, I literally opened my car door, tried to put my foot outside, and I fucking collapsed. I had to Mm. crawl up the stairs. I was in so much pain. But I got to make this check. That's not supposed to be normal. That's not a superhero story. Stop romanticizing labor. Stop romanticizing how much somebody can put, uh, how much abuse your body can be put through. It's not a flex. It's not okay. We're not living long. There's a re- it's taking years off our fucking lives. Like everything else that's going on. I'm gonna run through these messages. Let's see. I have never worked a salary job where you didn't work a minimum of 50 hours a week. Also, a job does not define you. I'm going to repeat that because a lot of people really, really think that that's really the truth. A job does not define you. So when people are asking you, oh, what do you do for work? What a lot of them are implying are actually, what is your lifestyle? Because it's usually a lifestyle associated with the job that they're inferring. Funny thing, you could just be telling them about your side job. Someone could say, oh, I flip burgers at McDonald's, or I work at a a garden shop. And that could just be their side hustle while they're over there with their own, you know, personal business and doing the damn thing. But you you don't need to know that. It doesn't really matter. But people like to spell it out and put it into a scope of, oh, well... Your your meaning, the matter of you, comes down to, and I can easily boil it down to, what job you have and what my assume, assumption of your paycheck is. Exactly. That's how capitalism works. It, it makes us be, be in competition with each other. Even in relationship, what do you do for work? Uh-uh, you don't make at least 80000 a year? Uh-uh, I can't be with that. That's not attractive. Bitch, according to who? Mm. Mm. It's 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 so true. We use it in almost like as a measuring stick as to how much I can respect you, how much money I believe that you can make, how valuable of a person you are. And I feel like that's another reason why people are always so upset with this type of that with the stuff that we are saying, because we're always going to say that none of that defines your value or the person that you are. 
And to go ahead and crumble that almost uh, societal hierarchy is something that is so absolutely terrifying to them. Stockholm syndrome is real. They fell in love with this oppressed system. So knowing that the system is shit and they'd be the main ones complaining about their jobs. And then when I say, well, don't you think we should get rid of capitalism? I don't think it should be a thing. Well, no. Oh, my God. You can't say that because blah, 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 blah. And it's better than this. Again, they're they're in love with this oppressed ass system. Next message. Also, why do we think that flipping burgers isn't the basis of actually feeding people? You know, the people with salary jobs, fucking working a hundred hours a week, they don't got time to cook. So, like, burger flipping is basically farming, like what you don't want to eat. Okay. Exactly. We saw it a lot during this pandemic too. Like, oh my God, essential workers. And then as soon as it was over, well, what y'all expect? No, bitch, because you was just in here every fucking day. Ugh. <laughs> Salaries for dopes. That shit's stupid. Like, work hourly. Value your time, you know. Um, I remember, like, wanting to be on salary and stuff, and it's like... It's the same fucking day every week, and it's like, all right, well, you're here for 50 hours because all the other people are hourly, and we cut them today, uh, so you're still here because we don't have to pay you hourly, um, but break your back, though. Right, like, like, bitch, I want to get paid, like, if I'm here, while I'm here, and if I work overtime, I want that as well, but if your salary and you have to work overtime, it's still the same fucking thing. My whole thing is, like, what an okey-doke. They have so much of this older generation so brainwashed and fooled that salary is like the upper echelon of like what it means to be a productive member in society or something impressive. Like, oh, it doesn't matter how many hours I work, I get still get paid the same. Why is that? Yeah, it's again, since it's not a desk job, she doesn't really want to hear it. Like, even though I'm making 20 an hour, even that should be more than that. Once again, what you think that you're making now, it should be more. But um, that's what I'm making now. And she still doesn't want to hear it. Because, again, this illusion of, oh, it has to be a salary in order for you to make it, is bullshit to me. I just... All that just... matters to me, the only thing that matters to me is I'm comfortable where I'm at. I'm not trying to... Oh, my God, you need to be making at least uh, 70K at in my 20s that's unrealistic bitch yes it may it can't happen but that's not happening for most people in their 20s like that like come on and what if i want to wake that kind of money doing something that i want to do fuck There's they just so can't fathom they can't fathom it's like how dare you sacrifice make sacrifices to reach your happiness how dare you mm. Mm because they never had the chance to do it themselves. So how do we have the audacity? Uh, exactly. As someone who got on salary, it is not awesome. In fact, you come to find that there are definitely salary uh, differences between you and your coworkers. For me, it definitely meant that things like uh, overtime or time and a half weren't um, accepted. Yeah, and it means that you pretty much are getting the same amount 
no matter how many hours you work. And for someone like myself who was working at an art college over for, for, for like 15 years, it's definitely being underpaid for, for what my worth was. And only just so recently, <laughs> right before I left, did I actually get up to pretty much like $17 an hour. But before that, I was probably like $12 an hour. But I was on salary. So, you know, people think that that is awesome. It is not. In essence, you pretty much, like you said, Sid, you can be getting the same amount per paycheck, even if you go out, if you go over the hours. Um, it's not, it's not, it's not as nice as people think it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I just refuse to. I'm not gonna keep busting my ass like that. I'm just not. Like, I already have like diagnosed depression and stuff, and and taking medicine for. I'm not gonna sit here and. Oh my God, I'm working 90 hours a week. That's not something to be proud of. This whole hustle culture, get the bag. I'm not celebrating that shit. No, I'm sorry. And I also think that we got to pull out the round, the romanticization of like working 60, 80 hour weeks and not having any time and not having this, like that grind, that grind should not be upheld as something that's okay for people to go through. I'm really sick of that rhetoric. We are like, we all already need therapy. Let's be honest. And then to have all of our worth wrapped up in a job that we don't know if we're going to be able to keep forever, no matter what job you have, I don't care what it is. There's no such thing as job security. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anybody can get cut. All right. Uh, message, uh, I'm playing in the message from Tito. Also, Tito, follow me back on Instagram. <laughs> I followed you on Instagram. Same for you, Grinch Face. Yep, because that's the stipulation right there, Sid. You can be anything you want to be, but you got to be something that's good enough. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the burden that's put on us. And that's another generational trauma that we can hold on to is that the people before us pushed hard so that they can push us just as hard when the economy is not the same and their their mind frame is not the same. You know, the fact that people have jobs as online streamers, and they're not doing anything but just talking to a group of people who just come in and give them money online streaming, you tell that to someone from an earlier generation, they're not going to respect that. But those online streamers are making way more than what these people made when their dollar value was, was different back in the day. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Exactly. <sighs> I think the best thing uh, that I learned how to do was take solace in the fact that, you know, if shit fucked up, they wouldn't be able to do it. Um, like the people that you're doing all this work for would not be able to do that work. And it's just funny to me because at some point it's inevitable that that's going to happen where they're going to have to try to do all these works. You know, I, I would love to see, I would love to see like somebody come out and mow a lawn. Uh, when they haven't done any physical labor in the past 23 years. Bruh. Oh my God, they're so willing to look back on these construction workers and everybody who's like building your roads and feeding your kids and they're driving your children where they have to go. Like all of these things that these low-skilled workers do. Like, I can't believe a, a, a Starbucks worker is getting $16 an hour. I'm sorry. To the person that goes to Starbucks every day. Word? Right. Uh, but, but I uh, think that wraps anyway. up everything. 
Yeah, I was, I was just about to say. Um, I'm very glad that you chose this particular topic. Uh, unfortunately, we do have to go ahead and get out of here. I want to thank everybody so much for coming to the podcast. Um, and also, I am so excited for all of the new videos that we're going to be able to get for you guys. I'm so freaking excited. And um, I really can't wait to be able to be on a more personal level with you actually seeing me and Aaron and not just hearing us. Right. Absolutely. Um, expect that really soon. Like, we're, we got some videos on our YouTube coming out very, very, very soon. Um, as always, you can follow me and Sydney on our Instagram, which is in both of our bios. And you can follow our Earth is Ghetto Instagram page, Earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. Same for our TikTok. And if you was able, if you missed some of the show today, no worries. You can listen, obviously, on here and playback. But if you want a little better quality sound, you can listen to us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts as well. All right, niggas and friends, this was cute. We will see you hoes on Wednesday. Indeed. Being queer is African. Peace. Bye.